Previously on the Fable Forge. Obviously, what I want to do is reveal this letter to an authority, or perhaps my friend, who would be interested in knowing that Nomad might be poisoned, like, real soon. Is Murdoch really going to be able to stop this? Every minute, every hour, every day that we wait to find Darcy is another minute, hour, day that she's missing, which increases her chances of being fucking dead when we find her. A small, humanish creature crawls its way out of the bushes and rub their little nose and they go, hi, it, it's, it's me, it's Felix. Weren't you smaller? Uh, early teenage young woman. She looks scared. She looks desperate. You, you have to help us. They're attacking. You begin to hear a very loud sound of bones rattling. There is a large swarm of these skeletons surrounding the farmhouse. They've yet to break in. It's time for our first real battle. I hope you are excited to go to Bone Town with me. I don't feel comfortable hearing that from such a young kid like yourself. I'm not young. I'm 19. Is your heart ready to be warmed by friendship? Is your mind ready to be intrigued by mystery? Is your body ready to be awed by magic? Then you're ready for The Fable Forge. I'm Gardner, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Torin, the Tortle Bard. I'd also like to take a moment and dedicate uh, my portion of this episode to uh, Jason, Savannah, and Jamie. I am thinking of you today, even if I can't be with you. I love you. My name is Lauren, uh, she, her, and I play Uriak Undrald, the half-orc paladin. And my name is David, he, him, and I play Coriander, the 19-year-old half-human ranger, from space. My name's Elise Sheher. I'm the DM, and I just need y'all to know that at night, dung beetles navigate by the Milky Way. That's how they go in straight lines. We're gonna <laughs> fight some skeletons. Let's go. Yeah. Dung beetles navigate by the Milky Way sounds like an alternate universe Frank Sinatra song. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a lot of things had to turn differently for Frank Sinatra for him to make that. But that sounds like he would have written that. Like he mm-hmm. and Weird Al grew up at the same time exactly. and were best friends. Yeah. Right? A universe mm-hmm. where Frank Sinatra is Weird Al. Weird Frank and Normal oh. Al. <laughs> Al Sinatra. Yes. Normal Al. Oh, my God. <laughs> Al Sinatra, like smooth jazz yeah. accordion. I mean, he'd basically mm-hmm. be Kenny G. Uh. Is Kenny G alternate universe Weird Al? <laughs> Let's fight some skeletons. Oh, no. <laughs> Corey was complaining about how old he was and how nobody seems to know how 19 he is and was shooting a horde of skeletons. So would you like me to make an attack roll? Is that how this is going to work? Are we going to attack and then initiative? I think you, Corey, probably have a surprise round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yes. It's a, yes. Great. It's time. Surprise them. So I shoot at the 
at just at the skeletons, okay. right? Because they're like a swarm. Are you going to allow us to target specific ones? Like, how's this? Yeah, you can gonna... s- target specific ones. Um, Are they maybe wearing you, clothes? Maybe you don't remember this from last time, but mm-hmm. Ori knows that if they all turn on you as a horde, you're in big, big trouble. Mm. But individually, they're really not much. Okay, um, they're just skeletons. But if they surround you, you will basically be deafened by the sound of them and they will tear you apart. Will that be like permanent? Like, should I be worried about like losing my hearing? No. (laughs) It is too loud for you to Uh, hear other people. It's a deafened condition, not a like um, a permanent effect. Sweet. Mm -hmm. They're just too loud for you to hear somebody be like, hey, (laughs) hey, uh, watch out behind you. (laughs) Watch out behind you for a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So you had like this plan that you were going to lead them into the barn yeah so then i can the answer is yes i can say i want to shoot at the one that's furthest back like that's something that i can do and they have surrounded surrounded the house right so i want to shoot the one that's closest to me currently that's in the back of the group of skeletons so the one that is all pressing pounding they are all trying to get into the house Mm -hmm. so so whichever one's whatever one's i got a 23 oh that hits yeah I do seven damage to that skeleton. Uh, it's like skull shatters and it drops yes. to the ground. <laughs> so I hit it right in the head yep. with my arrow. Yep. And it just... It just like crumpled. Perfect. Just like in Stardew Valley. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's the skeleton touch point that I have. <laughs> all right. So now we roll, roll initiative. Or I guess maybe they didn't... If I kill I, that one and they don't notice us. They <laughs> haven't noticed you. So whatever you want to do next... Okay. Whoever wants to do something. Can we see each other currently? Are, are you like I, below me in front of the barn? Is I think that, what's that happening? we were just we inside were... the door of the barn. Yeah. So we can't oh yeah, you're waiting for see... them to come into the barn. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like we can't see you, but we know where you are. Mm-hmm. So um, you, um, yeah. you wait, you hear, you don't hear the sound of the bow over yeah. the rabble. So you wait and nothing happens. You hear, ha. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> and then I shoot again because I none of them look back and point at me and yell skeleton curses. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to shoot another one. Sure. Let's see, let's yeah. see if I get them. That's an 11. That does not hit. Not surprised. What happens? That one hits into the side of the house. Okay. And the skeletons on that side kind of go... I duck behind the <laughs> side of the barn. And they look up at the at the arrow and they go <laughs> and they kind of look at each other and uh, they turn all turn around towards the barn and are like searching with their hollow dead eyes trying to see if they can stealth check scope scope ya. I got 17 on my stealth check. Yeah, they don't see anything. So they're kind of Too like sneaky. you've turned like a quarter of this rabble towards the barn but they aren't quite sure they're not okay. smart sure okay. yeah that's good that's good yes exactly no this, this is so all they're all kind of standing there and there's one one solitary one looking at the pile of bones of his friend <laughs> at oh, his feet oh that's the detective i'm gonna shoot for the head of the detective <laughs> okay Let's see, what's a famous detective's name that you could make a skeleton pun with? Ready? Sherlock Bones, man. Sherlock oh. Bones. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. See, that's why I asked yeah. the group, because I knew someone would get one. I was like, Hercule Poor Bones. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, I like that one, too, though. Yeah. Miss Bonepole. <laughs> Miss Bonepole. <laughs> Miss Bonepole is looking at this, their dead friend, and I will shoot 
Miss Bonepole in the head. <laughs> That's a 14. That hits. Yes. That's eight damage. Miss Bonepole. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's a great joke. You hit Miss Bonepole right between the eyes. Um, she takes a couple steps forward, trips over her bone friend, and collapses on the ground. And now you have four bone friends looking at these collapsed... <laughs> just making more detectives. Skelmintons. Um, <laughs> roll another stealth check. I was just going to Google more detective names, so uh, <laughs> give me one second. Uh, that stealth check is an 18. They still don't see... They're still not... They're not putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so I'm shooting and then I'm like ducking behind the yeah, door of totally. the barn or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like I don't know where these are coming from. Can all three of you roll perception checks for me? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Twenty four. That's an eight for Corian. Ooh, okay. I got a nine. All oh, right. Man. So Ori, as you're standing there, sort of behind these doors, like preparing yourself for for you know this inevitable battle that's going to mm-hmm. come, and you start to pick up on that over the clatter of bones that these skeletons are actually saying something. Oh, shit. And it's one word, and it's over and over at, like, completely different intervals as they're all just, like, saying it. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, (laughs) the word is bread. Bread. (laughs) (laughs) So do with that what you will. All right. (laughs) Bread, bread, bread. Are you sure you're not saying brad? Bread. No, Brad. I'm not sure. <laughs> Skeletons are big fans of the movie Meet Joe Black because it has to do with the dead things coming back to life. So maybe they're big fans of Brad Pitt. Are not uh, saying Pitt? Rocky no. Horror? Rocky Horror, also yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brad. Mm, oh, oh, Brad. Brad. They're saying, it could oh, be because they oh, don't Brad. actually have tongues. So they're like, Brad. 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 Bread Pitt. Brad. Brad. No, they're saying bread. Bread <laughs> rum. Bread rum. Bread rum. So I will um, tell that to Torin um, and say, I think they're saying uh, bread. Bread? Yeah, I I don't know, man. That's just what I, I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. Bread. Do you not hear that? I No, my, I just have little ear holes. Oh, um, oh I, I understand. Ear holes. Well, do you, do you have any bread? Maybe we could <laughs> bait them out. Uh, I'm going to check my pack. Um, <laughs> Corey pokes down from the loft. You can understand skeleton? That's Part cool. of paladin uh, training. Come on. Ah, sure, 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 sure. Oh, know, yeah. the, know thy enemy. Know thy enemy. Listen, I, I mostly have... Uh, <laughs> hey, Corey, do you have any uh, bread in your pack? All I got is the you know, little pellets. I just have a bunch of little Debbies. Um, oh. Your boyfriend is a baker. <laughs> yeah, I have bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have rations for 20 days or whatever. And, yeah. and a lot of and that's as, probably bread. Yeah. As you're digging around in there, your paramour has put a little loaf of, oh. like, bread wrapped up in a handkerchief. He snuck it in there. I take that bread and I don't give it to Torrin. <laughs> I take some of the other more boring bread that I just sure. mm, also mm-hmm. took from the bakery. It's, so it's it's kind of like yesterday's bread. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's day old, but I bet a skeleton won't know any better. And I toss it down to you. Like, here you go. It's, uh, it's not great, but it's not bad. <laughs> All right, well, what do you think we want to do with this? Just... So I'm throw thinking, it at them or? yeah, I'm kind of thinking that we should maybe throw it at them, oh, okay. uh, kind of as far as we can, all right, and make a sort of, uh, you know, what what do they call those things when you <laughs> have a trail of things? Like, and a, like a, a 
parade. Like a trail of breadcrumbs? Yeah, like that. <laughs> like a honey pot? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So, exactly. How can I, I forget honey pot's that? More, bre- trail of breadcrumbs, too abstract. Honey pot is, I think, what we're looking <laughs> like for. A, a paper trail. A paper, paper trail. trail all, paper trail is also good, but not trail of breadcrumbs. I just don't get it. No, yeah, I don't think that's it. <laughs> I, I like the honey pot thing, though. <laughs> so right. we can lead them over here because oh, sure, we want yeah. them to get over here. Right, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. we can beat the shit out of them. There's only some of them. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not all of them. Well, listen, uh, how's, your, how's your throwing arm? Uh, do you use strength or dexterity for that? <laughs> In character. <laughs> Corey checks his rule book. <laughs> if the weapon is a melee weapon, you use the same ability modifier for that attack roll and damage as you would for a melee attack with the weapon. So if you throw <laughs> a hand axe, you can use your strength. That's cool. Like, that's cool. I, I that. can throw my weapons. Yeah, that's good. And, and not, not suck. be bad at them. That's great. Okay, but DM, is bread a melee or a ranged <laughs> weapon? <laughs> Sounds like improvised Please. to me, right? <laughs> I think um, it depends on the shape of the loaf. Mm. It's sword shaped. Sword shaped. <laughs> You will have no damage modifier. It will be okay, yeah. it'll be a D four. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's ranged, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then I will well, I guess it's I can still throw it. It's not like I'm just throw it out there, like, see what targeting happens. a nah. person. Yeah. Just yeah. throw it out there, see what happens. So I'm gonna toss this bread. Mm-hmm. Break it in half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna um just like throw chunks. Yeah, like break it into like thirds. Oh yeah, and throw one. Try and throw one piece close to them, and then another like close, to us. Clo- close like in the middle, yeah. and then another close to us. Right, nice. So, um, okay, I will make those rolls. I'll do the one close to them first. Uh, that'd be sixteen. What are you hoping is going to happen here? You're you're gonna throw one. So I would want to throw the first one maybe like one five foot square away from the skeleton group. Yep, it doesn't hit a skeleton. Yeah, I'm not it, trying uh, to. sails over the heads of the skeleton in a beautiful carb-loaded <laughs> arc and lands where you wanted it to land, near the house. Okay. And the skeletons humorously, all at, haha, humorously, all at uh-huh. once uh, watch it go over their heads <laughs> and they see it land. And they all go towards the hunk of bread. Okay, the ones, the ones on this side of the house that are not okay. collapsed. Right. All, right. Uh, all go towards the bread. Bread. They love it. Bread. As Ori is doing this, can I uh, just think for a moment and then use prestidigitation? Uh, yes. To one per episode, man. You got it. Uh, to create the like smell of baking bread coming from the barn, <gasps> sure. The barn door. Oh. Like I don't know if ske- I don't know if skeletons can smell. Like maybe they well, can't, but my my, my they can't. My con- okay, so my concern for that is uh-huh. that they all mast at that one yeah. chunk of bread. Oh yeah. Whereas I was hoping mm-hmm. that it would be like we would distract a few of them, a few of with them, the yeah. bread. Mm. So I'm wonder. So I'm kind of thinking that we could give the bread back to Coriander and then you could shoot the arrow just like whew, yeah. way far away. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, like stick a chunk mm. of bread on the 
arrow. Yeah, and yeah then, we just yeah. Do, we have we have bait oh, now. Yeah, like, also, which we is what we needed. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and that's what we have. So I I agree. Uh, Corey climbs down. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> so I also I, ha- keep that smell inside your body, Tori. <laughs> we don't need oh, you to be I, fought and bred right now. But it in. maybe but, not all the way inside your body, because I had a, 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 an image of my head of you doing prestidigitation to make your arrow, Corey, look like a baguette. Oh, oh yes. Wait, uh, and maybe. Can it be smell like a baguette? Uh, I don't think it, that's. I don't think it can make an illusion. Can it? I create a non-magical trinket or illusory image that can fit in my hand and that lasts until the end of my next turn. Uh, sure. So I think I could. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it can leave my hand. Is the yeah. question? Oh, okay. Yeah, because gotcha. it's prestidigitation. If we were right. a minor illusion, you could. Yeah, okay. it could. But, gotcha. But yeah, prestidigitation okay. is more for the like hologram. Mm-hmm, right. above the hand which is very nice sure so if you want to cut your hand off i can attach it to my arrow Ooh. and i'll shoot it oh yeah there so yep. i like yeah. that yeah. yeah okay well let's do that okay right. I pull up my long sword <laughs> this has gone in several different directions than i thought it would our plan is not to make my arrow look like a piece of bread which is great but I put like a that. piece of bread put on a piece of bread on the end of my arrow yeah. yes mm-hmm. okay all right well hand it back over actually you, you know what it's more inspiring to use the heart loaf for this one oh uh, so I, I'm going to I'm going to use this one. I'm going to tell Adam about it later on how he saved the day uh-huh. and how nice it was to have that little loaf of bread. He'll probably be mad because <laughs> he wanted me to consume it. That's the point of bread. But instead, I'm going to shoot it out. To quote Adam Driver, "Oh yuck!" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I stick it upon the end of my arrow. I climb mm-hmm. back up into the loft and I aim for. Are we just going to say like the opposite side of the house from where we are? Because we want like them to go as far away from the house as possible uh what side is the door on the door there are two doors there's Mm -hmm. a back door and a front door and the front door faces the road and the back door faces what would ostensibly be the backyard the back of the house Um, you are on the side of the house right so they're equal distance from us the skeletons are trying to get in both doors yes they are surrounding Mm -hmm. the house yeah okay Mm -hmm. so then i think just far away from us or yeah. maybe like try to mass them toward let's one just, of the doors. Yeah, let's just put them all. Let's try to get as many of them as we can towards the back door. How's that sound? Yeah, because yeah. then we can go in the front door. Exactly. We mm-hmm. just got to pick a door. Cool. Right. Back right. door it is. All right. My range on this is that's 150 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah. Oh. So I can I can shoot it as long as I want. So I'm going to shoot it straight out the back door, basically, trying to get as many skeletons as I can to see it and go to the back of the house so right. that we so can you, sneak like, in the front of the house. Okay. 18. All right. And I hit the ground. What's the ground's <laughs> AC? Uh, yeah, no. Like, I, I assume it goes where it's supposed to yeah, go. Yeah, it goes where it's supposed to go. The skeletons on the back side of the house, you you can count them if you want. You assume it's all of yes. them. You can assume it's all of them. You can see kind of, because you can't really see the back of the house from where y'all are. Um, they begin to slowly turn one by one and kind of shamble towards the bread the treasure the treasure the beautiful treasure yeah, what bread. they really wanted the ones that are around the first loaf that we threw yep does it look like they're eating it does it look like what are they doing it's hard to say sure. they're all kind of like <laughs> it's a it's a ways away around it. right. do they even eat i mean hard to say no yeah. <laughs> Do we make a move now? I could keep picking them off until they notice us. I mean, I will remind you that your ultimate plan was to get into the house, mm-hmm. get yeah. the folks and get out. 
How many are in the front of the house where we want to go? There's about eight of them. That sounds doable. Yeah. yeah. I think we could go in and smash those. I can also shoot another piece of red yep, in the sure front could. of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, true. Might as well. What yeah, if we yeah. just do one on every corner of the house <laughs> and there's just bread surrounding <laughs> the house like a that, cool summoning circle, but, but the opposite of that. Bread. Bread. Or a pelling circle. <laughs> that makes sense. When we go, we can have some bread on us to throw. Yeah, to yes. Distract us. yes. I don't know if I want bread on me. <laughs> When oh. we're going by skeletons that mob pieces of bread. <laughs> That's true. That sounds like a risky bit. It's high risk, high reward. I yeah. Think it's, it's right. It's right. And you don't have any evidence that they can smell it, only that they can see it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. Because Torin kept don't. in his bready fart. Yeasty. Yeasty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Corey draws, uh, draws from his bag another slice of bread. Uh, it's all sliced and he puts it on the front <laughs> and sliced. shoots it to the front of the house. And I got another 18. Cool. Dang. So they, you watch the skeletons from the front of the house sort of shamble away from the front of the house. I look at all their butts. They're skeletony. They? <laughs> Bony. Bony. Cool. As you do this, whatever the skeletons nearest to you were doing with the loaf of or the piece <laughs> of bread, they, they have noticed that the ones in front have found bread, and so <laughs> they begin to shamble towards that single piece of bread in the front. Mm. Okay. Are there any more skeletons around the house? Yes, on the far side. All right, mm-hmm. Corey okay. loads another piece of bread onto his arrow Okay, and shoots it to the far side of the house. So I'm just shooting over the house, basically, sure. just uh, same distance. What's I looked up, Doran? Well, I look at Ori and I said, do we want to start moving? I think so. I think it might be uh, a good idea to go and... Uh, how, how many skeletons were at the back of the house? Uh, there's about eight. Eight? Oh, okay. I think it might be a good idea to go and take out those eight in the back. Before we go into the house, just in case they get bored of the bread and start mobbing the house again while we're inside of the house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, I do understand. Sure. And I think that the eight, like, we can take them all right. I think so. Uh, At least we can try. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. If I see you, uh, yes, yes, (laughs) Torrid. Keep eyes on us. We're going to go take out the ones in the back. You got it. I've got lots of bread. Dating a baker is uh, good news for us right now. (laughs) So I'm going to say, if I see you in trouble, I will shoot bread, not at you, but away from you. That will be good. That's helpful, yeah. Or just shoot them. If it looks like they're going to kill you, I will fire my arrows upon them. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. the whole actually attacking enemies thing, also an option. Anyway, I believe in you and you're going to do great. Now get out there and save those men. All right. So are you going to fire your arrow over the house? I will. I will basically continue to just like do suppressing fire to try to get the skeletons further and further away from the house. But this one is going over the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. That in combat is going to turn into a combat round sure. as soon as, just so you are aware yeah. that it's not going to be coriander right. yeah, is just randomly uh-huh. getting to yeah it's an attack mm-hmm. 20 great Ooh. it lands between the outbuilding and the house and you can't see it but you do hear this clattering that they make when they move Mm-hmm. Kind of from the other yes. side of the house, and I feel so. like it was a good shot. It was a good it, shot, like you yeah. know, when you like in basketball, when you like do a sweet crossover, and then you like make a three pointer. You can just tell, like the moment it leaves your hand, you're like, oh, that's going in, swish, baby. No, I've and never Corey experienced thinks, that. Swish, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but net. <laughs> 
Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. I just invented basketball. Ooh. My middle name is James Naismith. <laughs> what? Podcast over. I've just had an idea. <laughs> what if we put two peach baskets on the opposite sides of a gym? Ooh. Also, what's a gym? <laughs> Oriok and Torin, you're sneaking up on the, the skeletons in the back. Are we sneaking? Is a generous word. I don't think we're sneaking. Are you trying to be stealthy at all? No, I don't know. Okay, then. (laughs) Just a double dash, like. Then roll initiative. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh. Ooh. One. Not natural. (laughs) The full spectrum of the (laughs) D&D. In your, you're not attempting to be stealthy at all. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what we see is. A, a giant half orc and a giant turtle man running across a field towards a group of skeletons who turn around as they are they hear you approaching mm-hmm. and are finishing with their bread snack. Torin ends up being way slower than Oriok is. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> Oriok, you arrive first and you take your first combat action. Tell oh. us what it is. All right, so I have my great club out, so I am going to take a swing at the nearest skeleton, and that is a 19 to hit. Great. Roll damage. Yeah. Yeah, if the skeletons have it bigger than a 19, I see we're in for some (laughs) trouble. You're in big trouble. Yeah, that would be mm, run away. All right, and I do eight damage. Let me tell you a funny a funny story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take a mighty swing and you knock the first four like completely apart. Sick. And they fall back into the other four <laughs> and knock out the other four. And all of these skeletons stop moving. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I got a good backhand. And Torrin's dominoes. trying to catch up. <laughs> You're doing it. So we're gonna keep this combat round combat order mm-hmm. if that's cool with yep. everybody mm-hmm. just for like as you engage. Yeah. Um it seems in character. We did just engage the skeleton swarm, so right. mm-hmm. makes sense to me. So like, the skeletons were next? Before before the end of my turn. Oh yeah. Um can I take a free action to shout something at Torin? Sure. I'll shout at him. These things are nothing. Turn around and go get the other group. So you yell and the skeletons at the back, the skeletons who were um, on the opposite side of the house from the barn, mm-hmm. like between the um, the outbuilding and the house, like three of them kind of like pick their heads up and kind of turn and look toward you. I flip them off. They literally <laughs> pick their heads up. They and had then, like put it down <laughs> on the ground no, to look at the bread. Like there's like this long moment of like consideration. Uh-huh. And then they go back to the bread. Um, Cowards! <laughs> no, they just know their priorities. They just got priorities. Honestly, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. You gotta take care of yourself first. So it's Coriander's turn. Well, Coriander has a lot of respect in his heart currently for these skeletons as a person that also loves bread. Uh, so he kind of gets it. He takes a bite real quick. That's my bonus action. And my regular action is going to be, what's my, I'm going to kind of survey this situation. What What am I looking sure. at from this vantage point? From your vantage point to your left at the front of the house, mm-hmm. the ho- the side of the house that's facing the road, yep. um, there's a group of about 16 skeletons all Yuck. like gathered in on each other cool. um, in like a tight circle 
to your right is the back of the house mm-hmm. where you have just watched Oriok <laughs> decimate the Skellingtons. Yeah. So that's what you're looking at. Okay. And I can't see on the other side of the house, correct? correct? You okay. can't see I on know the other there side are some, house. but I don't really know yeah, what's going yeah, on yeah, back there. Exactly. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to shoot more bread at the front of the house, but a little bit further, like the front. If, if the other side of the house is north, like if I have my own compass rose, mm-hmm. I'd be shooting, or I guess, to my like 10 o'clock. So I'm trying to draw the ones that are at the front of the house even further mm-hmm. towards my 10 o'clock Got to it. get them further away from the back and further away from the front. Got it. So I'm shooting another arrow with more bread on it. Great. I'm wasting all my rations. So basically you're trying, you're firing towards the end of like they're, they're they have like a walk up to their house. Mm-hmm from the main yeah. road so you're yeah. firing towards the end of their driveway yeah, like a basically back yeah. there or something and i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit the mailbox oh, with great. Bread. i'm gonna make the bread into the mailbox Got it. that's my goal Ooh. if Ooh. i get in at 20 it goes into the <laughs> it's a called shot it does more damage <laughs> oh my god here we go okay got myself a 10 oh didn't factor for wind resistance yeah. of bread <laughs> it lands next to the like swarm so like half of them break off sure for that sweet nice sweet yeah piece of bread this one is better mm-hmm. i get it so they've broken into two but they're right next to each they're other right next now. To so i didn't really succeed in my mission but i didn't make anything any worse. you didn't make anything you know, worse at all you're yes. starting the uh, you're starting the cell mitosis process yes yeah, the, exactly. the cells are right. splitting mm-hmm. yeah Torrent? This is basically a weird version of loaves and fishes jesus breaking bread over and over it's splitting is, the groups of skeletons this is to just like the bible you're it's right basically just like the bible yeah, yeah. Jesus stood in a barn. <laughs> he shot a bunch put, of arrows at people. Yeah. Please do not compare Corey to Jesus. <laughs> at least not in front of Corey. <laughs> yeah, definitely not in front of Corey. It's me, Holiday David, or as I am known in certain circles, Holidave. Is that good? Let's all, here, I have an idea. Let's all say it on three and try it out. Just like get a mouthfeel for it. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fable Forge. I really appreciate that you're here and a special shout out, as always, to those of you that are patrons on Patreon. If you are interested in becoming one of those, which is, of course, a person that gives us money every month to do this thing that you like, and I know you like it because you made it like half hour into this episode, episode five of season two. So if you don't like the show, I'm really not sure what to tell you about how much other media is out there, but like you can... You can go get that. You can listen to something that you actually like. But I'm going to continue to assume that you do enjoy this product that we are providing and that you are into it. If you are not a patron already, go to patreon.com slash thefableforge and you can give us money there. And that helps us be better at making this podcast. A special thank you as well this week to Apple Podcasts user Pedro the Cactus, who reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for that. You can do that. Or holidays are coming up. If you're at a party sometime soon and somebody asks some, you know, some family member comes up to you or some friend and is like, so what do you do? Just tell them, I listen to the Fable Forge. Or if somebody is like, oh, are you seeing anybody? Just be like, I listen to the Fable Forge. Or if they're like, do you want some potatoes? Be like, nah, I don't. But do you want this piece of paper that says I listen to the Fable Forge? What I'm saying is don't worry about small talk. 
because we got you covered. Just promote our podcast at every turn and you'll be fine and everyone will be your friend. The next episode comes out December 17th, so that is the day that you can huddle around your fires and listen with your entire extended family. Thank you. Goodbye. So Torin then is going to, I guess, just move toward... Ori said to just move around and take out another yeah, group. Yeah, like the next group, because yeah. if I can smack them down. Yeah, so then I see... Um, I'm just going to go straight toward the other side of the house. Between the outbuilding and the house? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I see the... Corey is sort of working a job on the 16 that are in the front portion of the house. There's still eight-ish here, so I'm going to deal with those first because they're the closest to us. Yeah. So I have my maul out. So that is a 15 to hit. 10 damage, 10 bludgeoning damage total. Oh, yeah, you wipe them all out. Yuck. Wow. Gross. Nasty. Um, Two-handed, smash into them, clearing them out. And then... You say smash into the room? Smashing through... (laughs) Smashing through them. Gotcha. Smashing through them. I barge into the room. Yeah. Like skeletons, I've got to get you our attention. The reason I've gathered you all here today... Listen, I just break through the wall of the house like a Kool-Aid man... (laughs) <laughs> you could. Yeah, so trying I'm to keep like, the skeletons from I, doing. I have been running for at least six seconds. Like, I am a train now. <laughs> I like that idea that, like, it only takes six seconds of running to make you 100% unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you know, it's, it's inertia. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have gotten run. the 500 pounds moving. <laughs> yep. Does that stop it? No. Right. I love it. He's just never been able to run for six seconds straight before. <laughs> That's the key, yeah. is if we can get him to unstoppable, but it's uh-huh. about getting him to that point. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yep. the challenge. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I guess I'm just going to. I'm just going to keep, like, if I have any movement left, I'm going to start moving around to the front of the house. Okay. It hasn't been that difficult to take out the swarm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I'm just going to keep on going. But that's my turn. So I just move, hit, and then with whatever movement I have left, arc around the other side of the house. Okay, that brings you to the front corner. Okay. All right. It is Ori's turn. (laughs) All right. Oriok is going to shout some words of encouragement to Torin. Nice hit, buddy. And uh, run to join him towards the front of the house. Okay. So I have 30 feet of movement. Can I get to the skeleton horde in one move action? I think it'll move you to the front of the, like the front corner, like where Torin is. Okay. So you can see the two groups of skeletons on the front yard. They're about 15 feet away from you, where you stand. Okay. Um, I will end my turn there because I don't want to double move and end my turn in the horde. That's a good idea. I'd rather wait to, to go run it at them <laughs> until I can also attack them. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Do you want a thought that okay. I have? Mm-hmm. Um, since you still have no. a, uh, an attack action remaining, mm-hmm. you could uh, hold an attack if any of them get close to you. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with the held action rules. Yeah, I am in Pathfinder. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, very similar, I think. Yeah, yeah well, it's in Pathfinder, like, you can't do half your turn and then hold the other half of your turn. So basically what you can do is you can hold an attack action or an action, you specify a trigger Mm -hmm. of when that is going to go off. And then when that comes, you use your reaction Mm -hmm. uh, to take that action. Okay. Yeah, then I'll do that. I will hold my action uh, with a trigger if any of them 
get close to me, like within range, then I will hit him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, you're going to be able to do an opportunity attack, but like if they even start attacking you, which you wouldn't normally be able to do, yes. which is awesome. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the ready action. Yeah, you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the skeletons on the front yard, the group nearest to Torrin and Ori, mm-hmm. look up from their bread snack, which is gone. <gasps> <gasps> and <laughs> they like turn and look at you and they look at the house. Ha- These things are not smart. They yeah. look at you and they look at the house and they look, and a couple of them kind of turn and look back at the other skeletons eating their bread snack. And like two or three of them start kind of wandering your way, but they're not really like in a hurry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of them start moving again towards the front door. Another couple try to push into the other skeleton's bread There's snack. There's still bread left. <laughs> there is yeah. bread left, yeah. They don't make it to you. They're not really, they don't seem like they're in a hurry. Mm-hmm. We're basically fighting geese, but less vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is. We're at the park throwing bread for the skeletons. <laughs> Corey, what? Your turn. <laughs> all right. Well, since the action is all in the front, I'm gonna shoot some more bread, but further away from the front door, just to get them out of there. I put more bread on top on the tippity top of my arrow, and I. Are you gonna shoot it toward the mailbox again? Yeah. Is the mailbox? Close to Oriak and Torin. Mm, I mean, it doesn't cross their path at any point. The arc of the bread will Perfect. not cross the path of where they are. <laughs> then yes, okay. it, this le- this arrow for sure. Corey says to himself, "This arrow for sure is going right in that box." I have the power of God and anime <laughs> on my side. <laughs> I'm a better mailman than Torin will ever be. <gasps> and I got a twenty-five. <gasps> Was that a natural twenty? A natural twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I got an eighteen. I have oh, a plus seven okay, on my yeah, attack. you fire it like way over the heads of the the group of skeletons that are still munching and uh, out towards the road. And the skeletons that have begun to wander away from like the group, they do they like watch it arc. <laughs> so like you clearly have their attention. Yes. They don't get to move yet, but like right. they, they do know. watch it. Um, Torin. And wait, 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 wait. But where does it land? Like right next to the mailbox God. post. For a natural so 20, close. I would have let it go yeah. over the mailbox and like and into in. the mailbox. <laughs> but Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I've delivered more mail today than Torin has. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm coming for your job. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what's going on. There are two that are near the front door. Okay. There are three that are headed in your direction. Okay. So are you going to attack the two that are near the door or the three that are kind of headed toward you? I guess I would like to try to attack the three that are headed to me because they seem closest. Yeah. Am I able to make a path to the front door without getting tangled up in the three that are... No, they'll have an opportunity to hit you if oh, you move yeah. towards if I'm, the... If I'm going to move through their like threatened area, yeah. then I'm going to go for them first. Okay. That is a 12. That does not hit. Okay. <gasps> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mm. We're all fine. Yeah, you step forward like 10 feet and like take a swipe at these guys. <laughs> okay. And you biffed it. <laughs> okay. They ducked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Agility. Or your turn. Oriak is going to run over to the two skeletons are at the front door mm-hmm. and take a swing at one of them. Ooh, that is going to be 10. Nope. Nice. Okay. Take that, Guess skeletons. It. Yeah. 
<laughs> Alrighty. The skeletons near Torin are gonna take a little take a little hit. Of what? Of Torin. Oh. The newest designer drug. Torin. Oh, yeah, Torin. Oh, sweet. You rolling on some Torin right now? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's a 14. That misses. Great. Torin's too big and strong. I'm sure they like claw at you and their little bony fingers just go clunk on your <laughs> yeah. on your shell. Mm-hmm. They're not like tacticians. I don't know. They're mm-hmm. just like swinging. Yeah, they swanging. So they swanged. The skeletons near the door start moving towards the mailbox. Yes. Yeah, because there's good bread out there. They know. <laughs> they like duck under Ori's swing and are like, fuck no, the bread over there. And they take off down the um, down the driveway. Can I take an attack of opportunity? Sure. Yeah, All right. Yes, yeah. thank you. Ooh, 15? Yeah, that oh, hits. Oh no, fuck yeah. I feel bad for no these skeletons. bread for you. 11 points of damage. <laughs> you got them. Yeah. They shatter. Yeah. So I imagine like I take my first swing and miss and then like doing like a. Like a back swing. A forward swing and then on my back swing mm-hmm. smash them as they like pop up thinking that they're and, safe. And one of the little, one of the heads goes. I'll remember which head that was and feed it a little bit of bread before we leave. <laughs> Just like. Put some bread yeah. in its jaw. Yeah. And close it and close its eyes, even though it doesn't have eyes. It doesn't have it's eyes. a skeleton. Yeah. I'm so confused. The <laughs> remainder of the Skelmingtons that were having their bread snack move to the mailbox. Yes. Having finished their bread snack. At this point, it's becoming a bread meal. Like, we're really, we're providing for the needs of these skeletons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what do you mean by finished? What happened? Can I see, like, are they just smooshing it on their face a yeah, la Cookie is, Monster? Are they it's putting gone. it in their bodies and it's falling I, I out of their, it's, it's gone? It's just gone. They've destroyed it somehow. <gasps> this is important. I need to file <laughs> this away in my uh, things to look into is how skeletons eat, though. Because they did. It's gone now. Maybe. Maybe, maybe they, they ate buried it. it in the ground. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. It's your turn. I guess you can find out. I roll investigation. <laughs> I. Uh, how many skeletons are left in the front of the building? There are three facing Torin. Mm-hmm. Nine by the mailbox. Nine by the mailbox. Nice, 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 nice. Well, in that case, uh, I'm going to shoot another arrow with bread in it near the mailbox to make sure that those mailbox ones stay as far away from the house as possible mm-hmm. for as long as possible. And I'm going to put like a lot of bread on this one. <laughs> so I I will roll with disadvantage <laughs> because I put like half a loaf of bread. because There's I'm like, a lot of bread on this one. You, there's a lot of bread. You know how people say like when they're shooting pool, they're like, I'm going to put a little mustard on it. No, nope. I, I put a little actual mustard on it, like on the bread, <laughs> oh. and then I shoot it. So I have disadvantage on this roll. But you know that skeletons don't like mustard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they hate mustard. They're relish people. I got a 13 and a 16. Do I hit the ground? Yeah, you're fine. Yes. <laughs> as long as I didn't roll a one, I probably would have been okay. All right. So now there's a half a loaf of bread with a bunch of mustard on and it. And you hit one in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that. And it's like, it's my Thanks. lucky day. Yeah, exactly. Like that's literally manna from heaven. It's real yeah. excited. Corey is Jesus. No. <laughs> Torin. Um, Your turn. <laughs> all right. So I still have these buttos around me. Okay. Another 12. So I just... Swing and I miss again. Swing and a miss. All right. And I'm just still staying there like, glad you're having better luck, Ori. It's your turn, Ori. You take him out. Okay. I'm going to run over to the skeletons that are attacking Torin. 
what is the flanking bonus in this advantage advantage okay cool yeah almost always instead of a plus two it's just advantage okay oh okay cool so that would be 23 to hit yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) cool all right that is four damage oh yeah I should I should be telling people I suppose at home that the skeletons are vulnerable to bludgeoning so like a big hammer mm. is going yeah. to do double damage sick uh, <laughs> which is why they've been wiping these guys out so easily and that is plenty of damage to <laughs> just take the heads off of all three of these friends standing in front of Torn which you do Nice. Shows what you can do when you're actually trained in fighting with a, a, a weapon like that. <laughs> well, actually, I was just on the prison softball team. Oh, my God. For like oh. 10 years. So, you know. I see. Don't uh, feel bad about it. That's canon No, now. no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard of this uh, softball. Have we invented oh, both what? basketball <laughs> and softball? Yeah, Corey overhears the word softball and is like, hmm, if a, sp- a ball were soft and it was a little bouncy, then maybe maybe you could dribble or something. I don't know. It's an mm-hmm. idea. It's an idea. <laughs> so where are the rest of these skeletons? They're at the mailbox. So all the other skeletons are at the mailbox There's nine right now. of them. And there are no skeletons around the house. Correct. We got all of them. Oh my oh, goodness. Okay. We've done it. Um, well, I mean, there's still some skeletons alive, so but I'm they're snacking. I'm going to go knock on the door. <laughs> just, hey. Yeah, and just say, uh, hello. There's no answer. Mary told you that they're under the floor. Oh, right. So yeah. there's and no the answer. And the door is locked? Yeah. Now's your chance. Well, all right. Guess I'm going to be a bard. No, it's about time. You gonna play a you gonna play a song to unlock this door? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull out my post horn. What is that? What's that? What's a post horn? Well, it's a. Is that like post rock? Like, uh, no, it's like it's sort of like a it's a valveless horn, usually mm. with a curl on it. Oh, um, so it's just like tube that goes along and then curls and then Sweet. has the little trumpet mouth thing. Yeah, in the end. Little, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for yeah, your so go, for your turtley lips, yeah, which yeah, you those luscious turtley lips. Turtles can play horns. Listen, if skeletons, <laughs> according to the rules, <laughs> if skeletons can eat bread, <laughs> yeah. a turtle is, can play a horn. I didn't say they were eating it. Well, I'm playing it somehow, so I just do a little like doot 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 doot, and then uh, <laughs> and then knock knock, and I cast knock, uh, which opens that door mm-hmm. it also makes a really loud sound right yeah it does if i remember correctly it makes Which a loud knock mean? audible from as far away as 300 feet that's so cool just like one big knock yep that's mm-hmm. awesome. so it's more like knock i do like a knock knock and then it goes third and knock then a big like reverberating boom. knock Corey says wow a yeah. scared <laughs> scream sounds from inside the house <laughs> <laughs> in the uh silence with the honestly probably pretty still pretty loud clacking of the skeletons, I just move inside the house. I'm like, hello, it's uh, it's me, Torin, the mailman. I'm here to uh, rescue you. I'm here to rescue you. I'm just uh, <laughs> checking in on how you are. You had some skeletons in here, and uh, we dealt with them. Just uh, you're talking to no one. <laughs> I just want you to I, paint this picture that you've walked into this ostensibly empty house and are like, hey, I'm just checking in and... Yeah, I know. It's, okay, uh, it's right. You know, it's as comfortable. As as you know. I'm, so I'm just going to move inside the house and take a look around. What do I see? Well, roll perception. A nine. 
gosh, it's a single room cottage. There are, there's like a loft. So it's got kind of like a higher ceiling. There's like a loft up there where the two girls clearly sleep, Mm -hmm. um, like two smaller beds. And then down on the main floor, there's one large bed where the parents clearly sleep. And a couple loaves of bread sitting on the table. And there is a corner of the carpet turned up on the floor. And you can see like a break in the floorboards where there's a like little trap door. Like Mary told you. Yeah. Ah, they transform themselves into loaves of bread to yep. hide. Yep. Must be what it is. You're not there. Yeah. So I just, uh, <laughs> but David thinks this. David's here. <laughs> David's uh, here. I love the idea that Coriander is like up in the hayloft. Like, I bet they transform <laughs> themselves into loaves of bread to escape the skeletons. <laughs> Just all of nothing. If I were a farmer, what (laughs) would I want to be? Ori, your turn. I'm going to run to the mailbox and try and take a swing at the skeletons there. Do it. Just trying to clean it all up, like make sure we don't have any stragglers. It's a good idea. They clearly like finish it and then are like, I'm done. And they look up and... I got natural 20. Oh, shit. Yeah. Smash smash those boys. Sweet. Uh Okay, cool. You get like double then if you roll a natural 20 and they have vulnerability uh, is that like I, triple damage mm-hmm. so i roll two d8s uh-huh. and then we multiply that number by two by two and, and then, then add the modifier yep. okay and then you multiply that by two because of vulnerability basically lauren will create what would be a normal critical and say i do this much damage and then you double that because you know that they are vulnerable to that thing. So, so quadruple the, damage. Essentially, but y- the but way different. it's calculated yeah. can yeah. be different depending on how many dice you roll, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, all right, cool. Ready? 13 damage. Uh, yeah, you just, <laughs> you just go to town on these little just guys. Like, yeah. You mow them down. I feel like down. it's like one just big like overhead smash that like shakes the ground. Yeah, and the bread's gone. <gasps> Bread is gone. These magpies. These thieving magpie <laughs> skeletons. My favorite card in Magic the Gathering, thieving magpies. <laughs> so I smash the shit out of these skeletons. Oh, yeah. And uh, shout, home run, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, softball. Yeah, softball. Yeah. <laughs> Torin yells from inside the house. Is that a softball term? Hell, yeah. Oh, that means that all the skeletons are dead now. Oh, God. Great, I support you. That's what it means in softball, too. (laughs) When someone says home run, run, it means the skeletons on the field of softball are dead. Are dead. Yeah. You only play softball in in graveyards. Yes. There's like a referee and a necromancer. (laughs) Softball is very different in in Faerun or whatever the realm is that we're in. I don't know what this one's called. The resting earth. Sure. I mean, that's our planet. Yeah. So I guess softball on the resting earth is not what we think of when we think of softball. Okay, good. We will continue to fill out this mythology cool so the bread is gone and the skeletons are all gone yes there yeah. are no more skeletons do 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 oh cory unclenches his butt <laughs> mm, mm. uh his is <laughs> even though it was very safe for this whole fight it's like watching something far away that you know could get you at some point like cory does not like undead like they mm-hmm. they uh, does anyone nasty Mm-mm. yeah no but you not know some really. people are clearly more comfortable just kind of walking in and wailing on them cory hasn't had a lot of experience with being a paladin and so i think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as uh not as, not as cozy and skeletons for some reason are the thing that he was really scared of at the beginning of episode three they are and scary it was skeletons so he's uh he's glad he's very glad well mm-hmm. that's good and I climb down. And I'm going to uh, 
knock on the trap door and say, uh, hello, uh, it's <laughs> Torin, mailman. Uh, we, uh, we dealt with the skeletons. They're all dead. They're again. Well, <laughs> uh, they have all been pacified. Okay, so as you're talking, the, the door does swing open oh, and cool. you recognize Thomas Smith. And you can see his husband is down. Like, you can see that, like, they're both in there and they both look whole and safe. And uh, Thomas, like, looks up at you and, like, there's, like, a long, like, processing moment of, like, <laughs> can't quite parse, like, rain or shine or skeleton horde. I'm impressed and grateful. <laughs> Hi, Torin. What's uh? Why? I guess well, is my first question. Why? Huh? <laughs> you know, it seems like uh, it seems like you had uh, you were baking some bread, and they seemed attracted to that. I'm not sure why they uh, the skeleton horde uh, is attracted to carbohydrates, but as you're saying that, Will interrupts you from like this like secret room you know, cellar in the floor. You hear as you're like saying, explaining this, mm -hmm. you hear Will go, God damn it. It's that, it's Bud. I told you, Thomas. I told you he was up to something. It's Bud. Ooh. Yeah, he's, he was my rival at school. We went, we all, we both went to school in, in the city in Nomad, right? Oh, yeah, all right. And he always wanted my fucking bread recipe and I wouldn't give it to him and I uh -huh. almost guarantee that that's I can't believe that like he would stoop to this level right and Thomas like this is clearly something Thomas has like heard before this oh, is yeah. like this <laughs> is like a sticking point and he sort of settles his husband down in the chair next to the fire and he's just like okay all right just like deep breath okay deep yeah, breath yeah. Mm -hmm. more importantly than bud uh-huh rolls eyes have you seen our children <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i feel like um as a little point uh at this point torin has like ripped off a chunk of one of the loaves of bread and is just like eating it yeah <laughs> and he's I'm like he did a you know fight. i mean it's there's a there's garlic and parmesan and like butter on top like it mm. is it is very very good well uh I feel inclined to point out that I feel uniquely qualified to uh, light up this bud fellow. That was a good weed joke. <laughs> Jazz cigarettes. <laughs> Everybody is uh, fine to a certain degree of fine, which means that one daughter is uh, off by the horse currently, and uh, your other daughter, uh, Alice, right? She's off in uh, probably in Nomad by now. Yeah, uh, she went to get help. She's yeah. She might have some uh, PTSD from this. I don't know. Uh, she's extremely calm. I mean, we can deal with that. Right. She, as yeah. long as she's alive, think, we yeah, can deal is, with that. She is alive. Just probably needs therapy because she was, you know, skeletons and then running for presumably hours on fear and adrenaline. Like she's gonna need some food. <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah. What both mm -hmm. both. Uh, but you know, I'm not a qualified medical professional. Like maybe she doesn't need food. Who knows? <laughs> I'm no doctor. I just I figure like I can always eat. Other people can always eat. I'm getting off track. Uh, your kids are fine. Okay. You know, I think your plants are gonna grow better now. We dusted them all with some bone meal. How we <laughs> and how badly did you and Thomas is talking to you and Will is like grumble muttering to himself mm -hmm. uh -huh. in the chair like fucking goddamn but I know I know it's him. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah he's like 
he's listening, but he's so wrapped up in how like pissed off he is. Oh yeah, that, no, I yeah. feel your, I feel your anger. Uh, so Thomas is like Don't get so. Me started on Jimmy we, Two Nose. Can we, I arrive? Yeah, sure. As you're coming in, Mary runs down the hill and mm-hmm. enters basically at the cool. same time yeah. that you do because she saw that you, she could see that you defeated all the skeletons. You two come in. Uh, these are my companions. Uh, this is Oriak, a paladin, a DK. And this is Corey, uh, the most entitled individual I have had the pleasure to uh, meet. However, also the best shot I have meet, I have ever met, who was responsible for the bread distribution. Uh, Will stops muttering and goes, the what? Well... They call uh, me foreign aid. What? <laughs> Hi, my name's Corey. Hi. Uh, uh, so it seemed it's a strange. It was an interesting situation. The skeletons themselves, though they may have been sent by a bud, did not seem discriminating in their taste in the uh, baked goods department. We were able to substitute our own bread and pastry products, which we had acquired from a fine bakery in Nomad, and they seemed Very attracted fine. to it. They, I don't understand. You know, I, that's actually something we should check out. They did seem to make the loaves disappear into themselves or something, and I needed to check that out because I don't know if they can eat, and it's confusing and interesting to me. But anyhow, so we had attached uh, loaves of bread or chunks to arrows, were firing them, and they were attracted to those particular uh, bread chunks and then distracted from their assault of the house, and these two fine, oh, looks like there's one now, uh, loaves (laughs) of bread. Mary runs in and uh, is embraced by Will, who's sitting on his chair. And Thomas mm-hmm. shakes the hand of Orient Corey and says, Hi, I'm Thomas. Thank you so Hello. much for your help. Yes, of course, no problem. Um, I hate skeletons. I- I'm Thomas. This is this is Will. Um, you've met Mary, I assume. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, yeah, she's pretty cool. We're yes. fond of her. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you'll keep her around. Torrin, I have never heard you talk so much. Uh, well, yeah. This guy talks all the time. Interesting. That's a new development from where I'm standing, but who knows? He's really found a new part of himself that enjoys storytelling. (laughs) Whether or not the rest of the parts of himself, i.e. his party, enjoy it, (laughs) he's certainly discovered it. And, you know, I can't fault him for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, do help yourselves to this one loaf of (laughs) bread that's left over. Um, It's a half loaf of bread. Torrent's still going to town. (laughs) So did you come out here to to just to aid us or were you passing by i mean I, you did meet alice clearly because you said she was headed back to the city but um we came to your farm because we heard that uh darcy oh, came yeah. yeah to look after one of your cows and now darcy has gone missing right and we saw uh we heard from mary is that was that your name yep yeah mary here <laughs> She very helpfully told us about Darcy's horse in the barn. So we'd like to talk to the horse and, well, Coriander will talk to the horse and then we can talk to you. Yeah, we'll tell you whatever we can. I mean, she's one of the best veterinarians that we've had out here and I, you know, she's a good person. And Mm -hmm. if we can tell you anything, I mean, we don't know much. We'd heard also that there were some problems with your water supply with the lake around here going black and animals mm-hmm. having troubles. And this school that you went to, was it a parochial, like an ordinary school of reading and writing? Or did it include um, 
the uh, arcane arts in a sense because uh, you know does this bud dabble in necromancy that I don't and Will goes I bet he does <laughs> oh yeah alright well that's a hmm. <laughs> might be a bit of a biased source here yeah, <laughs> yes. a, probably that's does false. yeah he likes that shit <laughs> when did you find this this horse uh, Beatrice well I think it's been to- this is Thomas I, unless I qualify it Thomas is kind of Will's preoccupied with Mary and Thomas seems to be kind of the the one who's used to being the spokesperson for the couple. Mm-hmm. He says, well, it's been, I don't it can't be a, more than four or five days, I don't imagine. We just found her horse. I mean, we called for her because one of our cows was giving birth and we needed some help, but uh, we, she never arrived. And Alice actually found Beatrice out, you know, past the pasture, the horse seemed fine. There wasn't any blood or anything, so... But just just a horse, though. Just the horse. Corey looks up from... Uh, I've been going through their their shelves, just, like, seeing what they have. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I got bored. <laughs> Corey was explaining the battle, and Corey was like, I know what happened. I don't need to listen to this. And just went, I'm going to look and see what these folks have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not taking it. I'm not like... No, no. I'm just poking I, around. He just was like, well, I'm, I'm done with listening to this, and just decided to go look at that. So he, he turns back around. He said, just, just the horse. No clothing, no rider, no indication of conflict. Just, just a horse. Just, huh. just Beatrice. That's pretty ominous, yes. Yeah, it's real weird, and we've been seeing, like, faces in the trees in the forest oh. across the road. And I mean, that's a regular uh, brain phenomenon. I mean, we all see faces uh, in yeah, objects. Yeah, not like this. I mean, like, oh, okay, faces, okay. like faces in the trunks themselves yeah. are like, oh, oh, oh all cool. right, well. Uh, before we get farther on that, was the was it just the horse, or did the horse have, like, the full saddle tack kit? Yeah, all of it. I mean, we've got we've got our stuff. It's right over there in the corner. You know, took the took the saddle off. Um, That's in the barn. But like her kit, all the stuff that was in the bags Mm -hmm. uh, is all over there in the corner. We picked through it. I mean, it's just her standard vet kit. There's really nothing in there that we saw that would. But you're welcome to it if you want to look through these faces. When did they start? I mean, we started noticing them like last week, but it's we don't go into the forest much because we don't really have a call for it. It could be that they've been there longer. I I'd suggest you just go in there and look. They're there all the time now, so really. David would like to make a knowledge nature check to mm-hmm. to see if that if my monster manual in my head <laughs> remembers any tree things. Sure. That is a twelve. Nope. No. Just like, well, I know of tree things, but none of them are faces on trees. Yeah, that's weird. So, hmm. so Corey uh, doesn't say anything. Corey stays quiet because Corey doesn't want to admit that he doesn't know what they are. I'd like to get a little bit more detail about what you saw in the forest. Mm-hmm. One, were the faces physically on the tree or are you talking more poetically speaking faces in the I, forest? I don't know. We didn't. Touch them. The girls aren't allowed to go in there anymore. We don't really go in there anymore. We didn't invest. It's really freaky and sure, sure. I don't. I don't know. Is the answer? That's fine. On the tree, though. They're not like between the trees. No, not between the the trees. It's like on the tree. On the tree. I guess. Well, because some people might say, oh, there are faces in the trees, but that means that there's an army of people yeah, that are coming no, to get us from the trees. It's right. not that. No, okay, it's not okay. like that. It's sure. like the trees are 
having faces now. Having faces yeah, for some reason. Sure. Also, and you said it happens all times of the day? Yeah. And night? All yeah. right. And it's now constant. Yeah. And multiple people have seen them at once. So I'm talking about like, if say like two of you goes out, you both see the face. Yeah. And the same one. Right. All right. So that, that to me says, it's not some sort of like mind affecting spell. I mean, if it is, I mean, it's it some, be, but- some kind of mass... Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, so, high-level shit. High-level shit, indeed. <laughs> all right, I think that's all the questions I have for you about those faces. Yeah. Okay, I know what I'm going to spend my bardic inspiration on. Mm-hmm. All right. Corey's going to do a perception or investigation, you can tell me which one it is, to look around for the cookbook that they used to make this bread recipe because I know someone is willing somewhere in the world to sick some skeletons on a house (laughs) to get this recipe and that bread was very good I had a bite and it was amazing there was garlic all over it and parmesan and it blew my mind Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna look around this cottage while, while this conversation is happening just with my eyes I'm not like gonna rustle through any more stuff just to see if I can see an open cookbook anywhere okay that would be a perception right i if think you're it's just, just a perception yeah i'm not really like digging into anything so my perception i got a 14 and i'm adding a d6 from Torin's bardic inspiration Ooh. that he gave me before my fight it is now an 18 perception check is there a cookbook anywhere no god it's in his head isn't it <laughs> <laughs> crack open that skull yeah, i gotta get in there <laughs> i really want adam to make this bread for me Aww. That's kind of like my, my thing. So I think I, I'm going to I'm gonna store that away. I'm not going to act on this, but eventually I do think I want to ask, is it Will that is the baker? Will, yeah. I really want to mm-hmm. ask Will, like with my amazing persuasion checks, maybe if we help them fix a problem that they have, I can be like, in exchange, maybe you can give me some recipe pee. We'll bring your vet back. Yeah, if. if. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh. fuck Darcy. <laughs> we need that bread. <laughs> uh, just as a question, where do you get your water from uh the well has that been affected by what's been affecting the lake not so far okay that's good but i mean if it gets any worse we'll probably have to move into the city and i don't really know what we're gonna do then nasty no you Uh, don't want to live there nomads horrible (laughs) i don't know about that i'm just kidding (laughs) it was a fun joke i love nomad he's very nice so yeah if you want to go talk to the horse yeah, it sounds, it sounds so. like we've got three things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to look into some poopy lakes. Yes. We need to look into some poopy trees. <laughs> yes. Well, poopy trees? Well, Facey trees. trees. Facey. Yes, so so we've got poopy lakes, spoopy trees, spoopy trees. and clippity-cloppity horse. <laughs> Cloop, cloopy? Cloopy horse. Cloopity? Yes, we've got cloopity-cloppity clo- horse. Oh, we've boy. Spooky trees. Spoopy. I can't poopy. even say it. It's a tongue twister. I've twisted my own brain. But what we need to do is lakes trees and horse mm-hmm. and i say at least as far as i'm concerned the horse is the closest one and mm-hmm. i'm very excited to talk to them what yeah. was their name beatrice beatrice the horse i'm coming for you so cory exits the front of the house and as as he does he casts speak with animals upon himself which is of course just sort of a meditative experience where i remember all of the times that i've ridden a horse and every time that i've stroked the mane of a horse or felt the ears twitch of a horse when Mm -hmm. when a noise happens and all those images come through my brain at once and i remember finally the deep primal part of myself i remember how to neigh
original setting and story by Elise Kallenbach. Editing and music by David Gucci. Ambient sound effects provided by Sirenscape. Intro by Marshall Dean. This program is made possible by listeners like you. Visit us at patreon.com backslash thefableforge to donate. Thank you. Inspiration. David, for that last word picture. (laughs) (laughs) I think I like, even though it didn't happen, I want want to nominate Torin for Bread Fart. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because that was a fun idea. Although, also, I it's it's two. It's both of you. And DM can choose which one because both of you were the ones that came up with bread. Like with, we need mm. to use bread to distract skeleton. So I think Oriak deserves for breaking bread and throwing bread. <laughs> breaking the bread. But also Torin as like a bonus <laughs> for thinking of farting bread, which is which was a good idea, except for the skeletons with without noses. So the whole it's bread plot. Tactic for later. But ultimately, you were the one with the bread because you have That's bread true. boy. So Adam gets inspiration. Yes. <laughs> for giving me a lot of bread. Yeah. No, and I really like that you had like a special role from Adam yeah. and you like you saved that until it was like okay we really need yeah well I didn't like, save it as long as I could have <laughs> well but still it's like, like I like that moment and how you're like oh I'm gonna yeah. like you probably wanted me to eat it but this but is better because instead. yeah mm-hmm. I'll use it to like save my friends lives instead and theory. I do think mm-hmm. that's very coriander yeah like someone gives him a token of uh-huh. appreciation and he's like oh this is useful and yes. they're like no 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 not like that <laughs> it's supposed to make you happy like by having it and yeah. I'm like oh yeah I can eat it <laughs> yeah it's like, like mm, no delicious. Corey no <laughs> He's too practical. We'll, yeah. give, we'll give Coriander the point of inspiration this time mm-hmm. because I also think it's really sweet. Because you did say, I'm going to use it yeah. to save my friend's mm-hmm. lives and mm-hmm. then I'm going to tell Adam that I used it, it to save my friend's lives. And how often does a baker by baking bread get to save someone's life? Yeah. Every day. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> All of us in <laughs> our hearts. Fighting starvation. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.